All right, we're back on Wheel of SNES on episode 12. We drew Tom Slip uh, this week. I've never heard of Tom Slip, but you, Josh? No, I have not. So, uh, basically, uh, uh, this was a new experience and uh, nothing to get us more fired up than uh, to jump right in to what the back of the box told us about this. So, this was actually our first shooter game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess. Like, actual full shooter. So, so uh, it starts out as once upon a time travel. Ooh, so yeah. once upon a time travel, the past came through the future. Yes, Doctor Gilgamesh, you're the you are all that stands in the way of these reptilian shapeshifters and the portals of time. Should you choose to slip into the vortex of time and challenge these surly creatures, you will have to be quick. Uh, and challenge these surly quickers. You'll have to creatures. You'll have to be quick. The shapeshifters of the of the planet Tiramat are taking full advantage of the break in the time continuum, and they are perilously close to establishing a base in our past. If allowed to pass through the time portals, even a even a small Tiramatian force will overwhelm the armies of Earth's past. Go quick, quickly, Doctor Gil Gilgamesh. God, if I can read today. The Tiramatians are nearing the time portals of medieval times, ancient Rome, Egypt, and 2097. Earth's history, the day, Earth's history, this day, and your very existence may never come to pass. So, uh, quite a bit going on with this. Uh, uh, on top of me not being able to read it. Uh, if someone's redneck hieroglyphs that you write down. That is true. These are handwritten, <laughs> so I've got to read it. and uh, You know, basically, so... Just like every other movie uh, in game, you know, time travel is the uh, tricky thing. You know, nobody ever does it right. Uh, no. Now, of course, this being a Super Nintendo game, I don't think you get too far into it. So, uh, uh, you know, it was fine. Uh, this was developed by Sales Curve Interactive and published by Vic Toka. Uh, uh, Sales Curve Interactive actually went to that EIDOS. Edos yeah. in, in 2008, and they ended up getting bought out by Square Enix. Just kind of fun fact right there. Square Enix is one of my favorite publishers. Well, uh, a couple of the games that this uh, Sales Curve Interactive SCI uh, kind of got into, uh, stuff you've heard of. You know, I don't think any of it was really good, but Lawnmower Man, they did that game. <laughs> Uh, probably the coolest name of a game that I've never played is Carmageddon. Yeah. And uh, then Futurama, which if I'm thinking correctly is a pretty dang expensive game. But uh, uh, so they had a little bit of, uh, you know. That's, they had some good hitters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they did all right. I ain't going to say none of these were like no blockbusters, but uh, they were good. Uh, so, you know, basically, just like this said, you're, uh, you are a single person going through time, uh, going to uh, try to defeat these armies of, you know, reptilian shapeshifters. So uh, they actually, you know, just like they said, there's several areas you can go through. Medieval, uh, the Cretaceous, Egypt, Rome, 2147, and Tiramat. So it was really, I think, six stages. And so uh, you're going through here basically battling these guys in a very uh, Contra-esque style. Uh You've got your basic controls uh, that are pretty crisp. They're, you know, jump, attack, 
so, which is shoot. Uh, then you got like your special weapons. You can climb up and down, you know, levels, go side to side and, uh, you know, vertical. So, uh, uh, not sure if there's anything that you need to add on what the actual game itself is, Josh. No, I just have a, a little few minor questions about certain aspects of the storyline behind this game. And so, your Dr. Gilgamesh. Right. Gilgamesh is a Babylonian god okay. or a conqueror. So, my question is this. Is that you? Like, are you that god slash deity or conqueror? And you're now to protect the world that you've always protected? Question number one. I, I never got the answer, but I don't know. And the other thing is that... So this is a time travel game where you're fighting in the past. Correct. I, I guess the uh, from the startup, I guess. Now this was 1993 game. Yeah, yeah. So so from the startup, I mean, you you probably had movies like Tom Cop and stuff that was out there. So from what I understand from the the story, because there is a pretty good intro, you know, to get into the game, probably a little more than what I really wished it to be. But uh, it was a bit long. I think the uh, reptilians are basically uh, determining that they may have an issue that uh, Earth's uh, attacking force might be enough to take them down. So they want to go back into the ancient times where there's not as many civilized weapons. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But why the fuck did we jump all the way 2,000 plus years into the future almost? Well, okay. I think we get into this. I think this goes as the game comes up. Now, I do but, have issues with the way they call the eras. I'm going to save that for the break it part because it was just I, annoying. I, I agree. I agree. We'll, we'll save that. But yeah, so th those were that. And I'm fine with the reptoids. You know, I mean. Yeah, I'd rather you call them reptoids than, yeah. I mean, the place is Tiramat. I don't know if they're calling them Tiramation, Tiramarsh. I don't know. We'll call them reptoids. Yeah. Or That's lizard man, whatever. I mean, we all know that the world's ran by reptoids anyways. Down there in Area 51, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got your different levels of reptoids. Exactly, know. exactly. Don't mix the greys with the others. With no, the reptoids, no. they don't get along. No, and then you also have a secret force of uh, uh, psychotic, uh, not psychotic, but telekinetic humans that keep them at bay. So, I mean, there's a whole thing we can go on to. Do you think reptoids would be any match? One dozen reptoids versus one dozen cows? Do you think that this is why they went to the past to try to avoid a conflict oh, yeah. like this? Yeah. Okay. Well, also, I mean, you got to look at it this way. They had to go to the past because Chuck Norris wasn't there either. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so I guess we're just going to have enough. It's, 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 you get your own story with this one. You can. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump into what makes the game. And uh, just like one thing that seems pretty small that this one does have is a story in the startup. And boy, it's a hell of a... I mean, it goes on. It goes on it's for a, a minute. Like It's a good while. I think the first time I played it, I may have accidentally hit a button and it jumped me to the start screen. Yeah. And so then I was sitting there playing on my phone and it you know, came on. It was actually after I'd beat the game. And I seen all this come up and I'm like, oh, well, that might have made a little more sense. Not a whole lot more sense, but... A little. There was quite a bit to process with what it was giving you, you know? Yeah. So basically the startup, from what I understand... There's three fucking doctors... Well, you got these doctors that are just trying to send a small force back to battle these guys. But they're all the same person. Well, from what I understand, attack came in and it, and it killed everybody but Gilgamesh. So it's just him. And it kind of, even when you go to start up the eras, I mean, 
I'm sitting here thinking of Scott Bakula and Quantum Leap, except <laughs> here he is Quantum Leaping to beat up whatever. But yeah. Anyways, I, I did like that you had a story in the uh, uh, the opening. Plus, the back of the box had a lot of text yeah. on it. So you're not going to put a lot of text and then just give a start screen, which is what I thought they had originally did, but like I say, I must have hit a button. So having the story in the startup, uh, it was okay. I like it. You know, it's one of the things I think you take for granted on a lot of the uh, games that don't and they expect you to pick up. Now, it wasn't a great story, but there was one there. Yeah, during that time frame, they expect you to read the user manual. Normally, the user manual had a couple of couple of small pages, a couple of small paragraphs that explained a little bit. So, uh, the second thing, before you even got into the gameplay, what I thought was cool was, uh, uh, this was probably one of my more favorite parts of any of the graphics on it. And uh, the startup, when it shows the clock. So, I mean, you're going through time, so like... Literally, you've got like, and I don't know, don't take the numbers per se, but like it, the clock has all the numbers one through 12. Well, like the number one is in English. The number two is like in a different language. Number three is a Roman numeral. So yeah. it, it was basically all these numbers through time. I thought it was kind of clever. Other than that, it looked really weird because the guy was standing there right next yeah. to it. But the clock part I thought was pretty awesome. I thought that was clever. I mean, they could have put the clock and like literally put a spaceship or something, not this big humongous guy standing next to it. And I'd have been okay. But I did think it was pretty clever. You know, you're going to have time travel and you're putting all the, I guess you would say the language or dialect, the numbers of, uh, uh, the other of different civilizations. Yes. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, the third thing I've got is the gameplay. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody can argue, I guess you call this as a, a generic Contra with time travel. Yeah, it's a generic Contra shooter time travel style game. And and it's pretty... I mean, I have a little bit more beef with some of the graphics as you go on in the game. But, I mean, it's just like Contra. I mean, it really is. Like, you can't say... Now, I know people say... Oh, like contra 3 contra 1 it's a contra game yeah all contras are almost the same yeah so uh you know it's the same basic aspect so once again if you're going to imitate something imitate something that's been proven you know everybody has a you know fond a fondness for contra of some point so you're basically making a knockoff game of a very popular game which is better than making one of a really crappy game and uh so even though there isn't necessarily, uh, you don't have like missions that you go on. You're basically trying to find the end of a level, beat a boss, move on. So, you know, several bosses actually. So, uh, yeah. uh, the gameplay is pretty simple. You know, you don't really have to think a whole lot. It's pretty much a run and gun. Run and gun and lay down the dodge bullets. Yeah, and that damn climbing, which I... Suck climbing it. was horrible so uh but you know i mean overall you could pick this game up you wouldn't have to say hey what's the controls i mean you got four buttons there super uh, simple yeah and you could enjoy this you don't have to think uh you could literally play this with headphones on jamming out your kid could be over there listening coco melon and you can tone <laughs> it out and just play this game so i did like the gameplay was very familiar even though it's a game i've never played yeah it, it had that and speaking of, you know, how they were imitating, you know, one of the best. Like, if I'm not mistaken, the dragon that you have to fight in the cave almost had the same move and attack patterns as the turtle. 
The one with the bouncing head or whatever. Yeah, the one that where the head moved around. I think he had the exact same attacks pattern and style as the turtle from Contra. So, and uh, and like I say, with it all being just run and shoot, and, and especially the way this week has been, I've, I've probably put it a little bit higher uh, the past week. You know, I've, I've not had a whole lot of time. Man, I can only imagine if we were playing like one of these RPGs, where yeah. something where you actually had to think is like it definitely hit at the right time. You know, uh, I didn't have a whole lot of time that I wanted to invest or that I had to invest, and you didn't have to. You know, this game was what it what it was, uh, and I really, I mean, I guess you could put this in the cons, but it was kind of a plain game. You know, there ain't really nothing too noteworthy, but there wasn't. A whole lot just uh, beat up on it. The last thing I got, and even though I did like the clock, and that was one of my favorite things, I can tell you the thing that this game nailed that was way better. Like this could have ruined the whole game. Is there's a lot of enemies you're killing in here, so it's rapid fire. And thank God I don't have to mash this button six thousand times to shoot. Hold you it just down. hold the button down, and it is just machine gunning. Yep. Now it doesn't mean that it's the game is broken and it's giving you a win by any means but just being able to hold the button down while i move was so much better could you imagine playing this game and hadn't tapped that button every time you wanted to shoot oh something? yeah i would have got i wouldn't got through the first three minutes of this game i'd had a blister on my damn yeah that, i mean i can't say anything because you know like I, said, I played Bram stoker and beat it and dude i was a button smasher like that's all i'd done i would be walking and just smashing that button because the enemies would come out of nowhere this one here it was nice to hold it and just yeah. run. Yeah, and you didn't. It wasn't even like you're like, oh my god. And I would, I will say, you pretty much hold this button down the whole game, yeah. but it wasn't uncomfortable. It no. was just you're sitting there thinking, thank God, I can hold down and get rapid fire. Now it's been a hot minute since I played any of the contras, but I don't know if the contras, if you had to hit the button the whole time, I feel like you had to. I may be wrong, but if with, if the contras did that too, bravo because it, that's the correct it, way to map these buttons. It was with certain guns that you had to actually hit the button for contra, like the rocket launcher, right? That you got. But besides that, but the rocket launcher also only had like maybe ten or twelve missiles in it. And then you switch back to your other gun. But all the other guns, like the scatter shotgun, whatever, yeah, you just hold it down. It was literally just the rocket launcher that had it. And and so it was like it sounds so stupid, but for the, something so simple as just the way they, either it being button mapping or just the controls of it, uh, which I did think the controls overall were pretty good. I mean, it wasn't nothing to write home about, but... It was served a, a purpose. I felt like the the climbing was probably my least favorite part, but there wasn't really a whole lot of meaning other than fighting that dragon and trying to. I didn't realize till he kept kicking my butt that I could climb on the wall, and he still kicked my butt on the wall. But I'd actually kill him every now and then. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the climbing wasn't really necessary to a lot of the combat per se, so it wasn't like it bothered me too much. No, it made it more difficult. That's all it really did. But if, if you would have really screwed up the firing mechanism of this game or did it in any other way, I don't I don't think there's a better way they could have did it for just your normal weapon. You know, special weapons is a different story that I'll get into. Yeah. But, uh, man, the, the, having the rapid fire, it was just like, thank goodness. Yeah. And the whole time I was playing it, I was so appreciative. Like, I mean, I'm sitting here on level three, and I'm like, man... I can only imagine hadn't hit this button. Yeah, because the enemies don't stop. 
No, no, they're they're plentiful. They, yeah, they they stay they stay coming. So that's all I really got to add to the pro part of it, Josh. I mean, uh, like say I, I, you know, I made it through the game. It wasn't bad. I had to use a little bit of cheatage to get through the game, but uh, it was pretty plain. But I think that's probably. I, I don't think you could have really got too much more fancy with it and it been good. You know, like I say, it's not Contra. It's a knockoff. So I think the point is you get in, you get out. You get you, the similar. If you're going to, a game like this, if it's memorable, it's normally memorable for how bad it is. Yeah. So I feel like a game that you can buy like this, play, it's okay. Nobody really remembers it. Nobody has nothing bad to say about it. I think that's a win for it. Yeah. I, I think it played to its own strengths. Yeah, it played to its strengths really good. The, uh... The only thing that I can add to this whole thing is I personally enjoyed the way the level breakdowns was. Is you had to collect those gems to increase your time. Yeah. Which made it precedent for you to actually move along, like not just sit there and stay in one area. It forced you to progress it at a, at a semi-fast pace. And you're right, and that's one thing that we didn't talk about. I guess it, I can't remember what it was, like a TCS meter. Basically, yeah. it was a meter that counted down. And so, as you were going through, you could actually upgrade your guns. Uh, and Which you, was great. I really loved it. Yeah, and, so your gun would get stronger, it would get faster, it would shoot more beams or uh, bullets. But... You had to move. There were, there were diamonds I, or something like that that you had to collect. I don't but, know what the tot, the TCS is. I don't know if it was like the time continuum. I don't know. It didn't really come into much play for me because I was either going to die or beat the level before yeah. it happened. But you're right. You couldn't just sit there and farm one spot. You know, to upgrade your weapon yes. or anything like that. Like you had to move. But it wasn't like an. I mean, it, like I say, it didn't really come into play for me. I didn't go through here just trying to blast through it. I didn't go through there just camping. So I just played it at a normal rate, and I never died because of it. But, yeah, if you set your controller down and, you know, went well, upstairs, do a chore, or go to the bathroom or something like that, you could die from that. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because the other games that has, like, a time frame mode on it is the biggest one is, like, Mario. You know, you have what? Is it 400 seconds to complete a level? Something like or that. Or something like that. I mean, for one, that's way too much for Mario level in general. But on this game here, I mean, I sat there and waited. I just wanted to see what would happen. It took roughly two minutes. Okay. 120 seconds without collecting the gem and you would die. And I think if you play this game for two minutes... You're gonna find a boss. Like I, I'm not gonna say that every level is two minutes, but like say as you're picking this stuff up, you're finding your yeah. gems, and, and it's not like, I mean, they had a couple of spots when you're going through levels, and I thought that part was pretty good. Like say you didn't really hit many secret areas, but no. they were like just only a few areas where you could go through a different route, and that would be a dead end. But at that dead end, it would come to. Uh, gems uh gun upgrades there was a reason to go that way but if you knew that it was there like you died and you started back uh you could avoid it yeah you if you're like hey i'm good you know it wasn't pertinent you didn't have to go to 100 of this game to find the enjoyment from it or to feel like a completionist yeah like i said with with the whole gem aspect like i said i mean it didn't make like going into a dead end was oh well shit there goes my life on this level no like it gave you your time back for you to run back and continue the level itself. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that whole, like you said, the TCS thing of the whole gems and everything. So I, I enjoyed it. 
All right, so you ready? Is that all you got That's to all put I on got. the pros? So yep. we're going to jump into the break it part. And I feel like each one of my break it leads into the next break it. And, okay. And so the number one thing that I, I will say, and this is probably just me, you know, okay, when you're talking about eras, okay, I, I can understand the first era is the medieval. Okay, you know, I don't know if I would call medieval era, but I get it. So then we're going to go to the Cretaceous area. Okay. And then it's like era Egypt. Egypt's not an era. Yeah. Call it, even if you called it the Egyptian era, I'm okay. But then you go to the Rome era. Okay. I get that. But then I just had an issue with the way it would call the eras. Yeah. And I'm just like. Egypt's not an era. It's a place. Yes. Rome. Yeah. Egypt, not a, Egypt was in a specific time, and I'm sure that era is named, you know, something. Egypt, that just is so plain. And that is kind of funny because when you start off in the medieval, it's not really that noticeable. To me, I didn't think it, it was. It was a jungle. Yeah. Let's be honest. It was a jungle. Well, no, no, no. The medieval, that was the one where the you were climbing up and they were having the archers and all that stuff shooting at you. It, it wasn't as it was less jungly than anything else, and then you get up there and you fight this mech, which ties into other stuff. But <laughs> we'll take it one after another. So once you got to, and even the Cretaceous, I was mildly okay with. You know, the boss on that one was a mechanical pterodactyl, basically, and I'm not yeah. sure how that really works out. You know, these lizards are. Uh, what 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 was it? Shape shifting lizards. I don't think a lizard shape shifted into a pterodactyl, much less a mechanical one. And even if you and it didn't sound like they had big forces coming back through this time yeah. continuum. Why would you make a mechanical pterodactyl? Don't get me wrong. My, I'm a dinosaur guy, but wasted space. My 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 question is this: Is like I said, we never saw these lizards shape shift, or at least I never did. Okay, well, this is one thing I was wondering about in the first one. Uh, in the medieval one, when these people are shooting bows and arrows at me, this is one thing I'm thinking. Why the hell are they attacking me? Because, okay, I might look weird, but I'm not a freaking lizard, okay? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say, if there's people that come back from 100,000 years from now, and they kind of look human, and then you got a shape-shifting lizard, I'm shooting the lizard first. I might shoot you both. Yeah, fair <laughs> fair enough. But I'm going to shoot the thing that looks the weirdest I'm going to shoot the thing that looks the scariest. Yes, yes. I mean, don't... And now, and now maybe, maybe that was the whole aspect. They had bows and arrows. You had a goddamn machine gun. Well, there's a part in that first one, and this is where I really noticed it, that I'm shooting these guys with bows and arrows, and then like something happened, and I stopped for literally like three seconds. It's not like I stopped for 30 seconds. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's a freaking mech coming through there that's got a lizard in it. And I'm like, where the hell did this come from? Because I just traveled through that area. Yeah. So my thinking is, why was that mech there? Are they, I would think a, a lizard mech wouldn't shapeshift into a dude shooting a bow and arrow. And I'm like, maybe that's why these guys are trying to kill me. I, I don't know. I don't know, but that might have been the only shape-shifting because it's like literally there was no mech and no lizards in that level until I stopped. And it happened like two or three times because I just waited to see. Just to see and, this, and it would just be a little mech come through there. I don't know why or where it came from because I came through that same area. Mech. There was no reason for it to be there. Maybe the lizard men are half mechs. I don't know. I don't know. But... Cloaking devices. Back to the original, because we're getting. I'm going to go way <laughs> off target that we already have. But after I got to Egypt, 
Like, okay, so I was like, the Cretaceous period, I'm like, okay, I get it. We're going to shoot some dinosaurs. It ain't going to make no sense. Uh, it really didn't make no sense. It didn't. And then you had Egypt. And at Egypt is where I think, hey, these graphics look pretty shitty. Like, up until then, it was unnoticeable. But it felt like when you got to Egypt and afterwards, now maybe I, I just caught the whole gimmick of the game and it didn't impress me at that point. But I felt like after you hit the third level of Egypt, it got lazy after that. And and then it was like, hey, these levels aren't really too fun. It's other than let's just kill the stuff and go on. Yeah. So Egypt was about where I jumped the shark on having the actual fun on it. Once I got to Egypt, I'm like, man, some of the graphics, the background graphics looked worse than some of the Amiga games. Like the soccer kid looked way better. Yeah. Uh, kid but- cleats or, or that is soccer kid but uh not super putty what was our other ones that we played uh mr nuts mr nuts is one i was thinking about their backgrounds looked way better and so it was just like uh, that was kind of frustrating to me it was because everything was so good but i i don't know if they got lazy or maybe it was a time crunch thing like maybe maybe they only had a couple more weeks to get this game out you know maybe the deadline got moved up so they had to hurry up and throw some stuff together so the other thing that i'm going to put in here and i might be on my own because you know i'm, I'm looking around at different sources as i'm playing this game just kind of see is there something that i'm missing and stuff i'm just gonna say it right here this game's freaking hard <laughs> it is hard and you know did you think it was hard yeah. or did, okay so apparently the criticism is this game's too easy. So apparently I just suck at country games. And I'm okay with saying that I'm not good at a game. But who in the hell says this game is too easy? Yeah, I don't know. Because, don't know me I play Contra. I beat Contra games. But the only way I beat Contra games is with the magic Konami code. Yes. That's the only way I beat it. Well, that's funny. I beat this game. You know how I beat it? Because there was one code for unlimited lives. Uh, and unlimited uh, weapon upgrade. Did you know that? No, I did not. So that is the only reason I can beat I this game. I didn't beat this game because... Well, th- this because, goes into the because, other part. Because I'm pretty sure this is on your list. There's no fucking continues. That's the next one. Right under game <laughs> is fucking hard, no continues. And, I mean, given you get... I don't know if it's nine lives, eight lives. I mean, you get a pretty good number you of lives. Good. And you get a pretty good number of hits. But... Let's go on to the next one. That we're going to just put all three of these in here. The bosses are freaking hard. They are damn like you got like sub bosses or bosses that lead up, and they're not that bad. I mean, some of them are easy, some are palatable, but the main bosses are freaking hard. The dragon was an asshole at times. That first boss and his little mech thing that was flying around. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I mean, you figure out a pattern, but it's not easy by any means. No, so it's it's freaking hard. There's no continues. So, I mean, you could just be powering through here. And I'm, I'm leaving the elephant in the room to last on what is complete <laughs> bullshit with this game. So, you can power through this game. You get to the end on one run with, like, your eight lives, and bam, you're starting over from freaking scratch. Yep. Which, okay, you know, I guess you got to get good. Yep. That's what you got to do. But no continues. This game is hard. And it, and I mean, I, the ball, like as the game went on, I will tell you, the levels got a whole lot damn harder. Right. 
But the bosses were, I felt like the bosses were, they weren't enjoyable for me to play. Well, it was a matter of, hey, can I get through here? How many lives am I going to yeah. lose doing this? See, my whole thing is, I understand if it's a get good game. I'm fine with get good games. Those are my, those are my favorite style games. But during this era of gaming, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even think Contra. No, Contra gave you continues. Yeah. But I think they only limited you to like three continues per playthrough. Like I would have been fine if that was on here. But then also, it's also a con for this for me on here. Because I don't know if this is on your list, but I'll just go ahead and say this. I think it imitated Contra too closely. I didn't I didn't have that in here, but I think it really imitated Con- Contra way too similar. And that was a con for me because like I think I said if the dragon fight I think it had the exact same attack pattern as the turtle in Contra 2. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. So, well, one thing in there too that goes in with the no continues and how difficult the game is. The gun upgrades are a definite. You need these, but you if, have you, to if have them. you've not, and I guess this plays back to the day where you rented the game, and you just played it over and over, no matter what. But once you leveled your gun up, which I'll go ahead and say, some the power ups are kind of confusing. They didn't really look. I, they didn't really matter a whole lot. Uh, I mean, you seen one, you went and picked it up, but I couldn't tell you to this day if a power up was a gun up. I mean, I, I could figure it out. It was just a power up for a gun didn't look like a power up for a gun. No. The the special weapons didn't look like special weapons no. stuff. And I couldn't we'll get into special weapons in another part of this. But when you so you get to a boss per se and you know there's a pattern, there's something you got to do which I, I feel like it was more than just a pattern. There was some pretty cheap gotchas on the the boss. But once you die, your gun goes back to original yeah, level. It's like one. So you can bust your ass, get into a boss fight of a boss that you've never seen, trying to learn the level, and then you go back down to a level one gun, which isn't impossible to beat, but uh, it's pretty freaking difficult on an it already difficult on, it, game. It adds on the difficulty level. And so I didn't like that my gun level lost when died. I feel like, to me... I would have been okay if I had a max gun at like level four when I die. Went to level three. Level three. Or half me to level two. Yeah. I agree with that. And and because as the game goes on, some of these bosses were pretty gnarly. Uh, and, I, and I talked about the power-ups were a little confusing too. You know, you were picking up power-ups. Uh, one thing that was aggravating to me was when you would pick up your special power-ups. You could use your L and R buttons, I think it was, and you could cycle mm. through them, and they would have initials to what they were. I couldn't tell you what the hell none of them Oh, did. no. Like, some of them I'm trying to shoot up there because it'll, like, explode a whole screen, and then I shoot across the map. Like, they weren't very... The super weapons, well, it, they did damage, but trying to figure out what the hell you were doing, I, I was not a fan nope. of them. I'd just rather just shot the damn thing. Now, with uh, that being said, I basically turned on God Mode after, like, level three, and I couldn't get past it. So I didn't have to worry that much about it, but it was so much better. Other than it kept those freaking power-ups, like, if you ever scrolled through it to figure out which power-up you're on, then it was like it was on your screen for way too long. Like, yeah. all the different power shots you had. And I was just like, ah, oh, that part was very aggravating. But I'm saying, with me with the power shots, or power-ups, whatever you want to call them, I spend them on the boss levels. 
Like it didn't. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of reason to use them on anything other no. than. No, like I said, it was like I didn't care if they shot up sideways. If I missed, just let you know, I spammed the fucking power shots nonstop until I used them all. And then if the boss wasn't dead, I convert to my gun. <laughs> so as as the levels went on, one thing too, you know, when you got to Egypt, you know, that's where it kind of got lazy to me. When you got to Rome, it was mildly entertaining. There was lines that would come out and attack you. Okay. Uh, now, in Egypt, uh, I'm not sure how far you made it. In, in Egypt, you would go to like a, basically a, I don't know if you call it a sarcophagus or a tomb, and you would sometimes a uh, power-up would pop out. Like, you'd have to walk up on it, and then it would pop up. Sometimes snakes would pop out. Sometimes mummies would pop out. And that's where I'm like, eh, we're getting a little lazy. And, of course, you got to throw your bats in it, your traditional <laughs> Nintendo bats, you know. Uh, so, hey, wait, would you rather have the Nintendo bats or the Nintendo spots of death? I would rather have the bats. You know how I feel about these spikes. <laughs> so, when, you know, as it got on, and I think as it went in, the eras started going past, I think Gilgamesh was beating these armies, and he was transporting himself to battling the future uh, enemies. I think that's why the time travel went up. Am I right? I don't know. That's how I justify it. makes sense. I mean- so once you get to, like, the, and the actual 2147 or whatever, it was okay. Uh We'll come back to that one. <laughs> the the going to the Tiramat or Tiramat planet, that one was the most frustrating because basically it had all these vines and stuff growing through. Man, the stage looked like crap. I mean, there was just so much going on, it's hard to tell what you were doing. Now you're getting into these bases and it is just freaking turrets. Man, there's so many enemies. I I do not care to watch somebody do a full playthrough of this game. But I would like to see, like, it, I can't imagine doing this on eight or nine lives. Uh, on, yeah, on normal mode? Yes. And, uh, but when you got to the last stage, you think you'd get a little bit of payoff. I think that was one of the worst stages. I can't remember if it was, it might have been 2147 or it might be in Tiramat, though. It probably had one of my favorite boss fights in it. It was one of those that was like a classic. There was like a wall of turrets, mm-hmm. but only like two or three turrets would open up at a time. So like they'd be on opposite sides. So you try to shoot one, then another one would open. Yeah. Up. And so the whole time you're battling like this wall of fifteen turrets, yeah, but, but they're only doing two or three yeah, at a time. So you're having a transition. That was where I'm like, here is the good contra knockoff right here, <laughs> and that part was very fun. I that was my favorite part of the whole of the gameplay, the boss fights. That was the best. But other than that, a lot of the enemies didn't make sense in this. You know, like say you got freaking mummies and snakes. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't alive in the Egypt era. But uh, I'm pretty sure the mummies, other than the one that attacked Brendan Fraser, didn't actually go out and attack. Maybe maybe it was a shape-shifting lizard. I don't know. It could have been. But, you know, you would get into these. and I guess they're building their bases and stuff. But... <sighs> You know, I just don't know why they just didn't kill everybody in Egypt. Like, I'm pretty sure 12 lizard folks could just about do that with the weapons they got. Because I go ahead and tell you, these little base parts that were in there, because you're like in the desert, the desert, the desert, going through a tomb, and then all of a sudden you're in like this freaking super high-tech, I guess, lizard fortress. And there's a million freaking turrets, and I can go ahead and tell you, Dr. Gilgamesh, as me, could not get through there. I'm pretty sure... A mummy, a snake, or a lion was not jumping through that shit. Or either. even an average Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just me, just me. 
So I didn't I didn't really enjoy the enemies. I mean, I thought it was better when I was just shooting lizard folks and stuff like that in the future and the turrets. Uh, it felt a little cheesy shooting guys, shooting bows and arrows at me and stuff. Yeah. But that was just me. So here is my biggest trespass is the speeder bike stages. Did you get to one of the no, speeder No, I did not. Okay. So the speeder bike, which I'm trying to think. May, I can't remember if it was in between Egypt and Rome. 2147, I think, was a speeder bike. So in the middle of this Contra knockoff, they're going to put you on basically like a speeder bike. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is like Star Wars with Luke and them, you know, Return of the Jedi going through the forest, you know. Okay. So you got the speeder bike. It's got a gun equipped on the back. Hold the button down. You got your rapid fire. Okay, cool. Solid. Uh, enemies come from above, below, left, and right. So if you want to shoot to the right, you're just shooting. You want to shoot up, you got to hold up while you shoot. Hey, guess what else happens? Your guy drives upwards. So you're, oh, God. So you're driving toward the enemy that you're trying to shoot. Yeah. Uh, hey, they start coming from behind you. You move up to the front. You shoot backwards. Hey, guess what happens? You you're moving. You're and, yeah. and and the same with down. So even though I thought it was kind of cool because I, I didn't really know what was happening. I mean, as you was driving through there, it would pop up and it would be like, it kind of give you, give you a warning. Like, hey, there's a narrow spot coming up, which didn't really tell you how to go through it. It was just kind of dumb luck. And then I just kind of hovered over the same spot. Uh, but it would be like a building with a hole through it. Yeah. And you'd drive through it. It's like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. But actually had it, having to fight now, I can understand if you got good enough to beat this game and the Contra style. I have no idea how the hell you don't lose nine lives in one level on one of these speeder bikes because it is horrible. It is god awful. <laughs> it was the complete worst part of this game. Like, literally, take that out. Just be a Contra knockoff and you're fine. But it was bad. I mean, I bet you I died 20 times on each level. And them levels weren't even that big. Yeah. And it was just like, what in the hell are you doing right here? At first, it was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. This is new. And then when you try to shoot, it was so aggravating to shoot. Well, see, that's how I felt about And this will be in another game way later on. It'll be one of my biggest cons about it. Is uh, the Mega Man. Whenever you do their speeder bot. You know, it's the same way. Like, you got to jump, avoid stuff, and your attack buttons, you just, it throws you forward faster. And then if you hit a wall, you're instant dead. So, like I said, the way you're describing me with that speeder bike is sort of the same scenario. This this game would have been better. Like, literally, there were two speeder bike stages. And I, I, I think this game is probably, to be honest, I could say I think this game is probably two stages too long. If you would have took the speeder bike game out of it, out of the two stages... I think it would have been better. Uh, I mean, especially when I say too long, I guess when you got no continues and limited lives, uh, I felt like it was too long for that. Now, yeah. if you had three continues, unlimited continues, yeah, cool, whatever. But if I died at speed right one time, and I was like, okay, well, I just didn't know how to play it. And then you go through all that crap, and you play it the second time. And, you and I can guarantee you're going to die, for me anyway. Yeah. I know I die. I would be like, this is crap. Playing this game over and over through them same bosses, I don't think this would have a big replayability, this game, but especially those speeder boxes, like, I don't want to have to go through all that crap just to lose at an, a really crappy level. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could have took them out and it would have been perfectly fine. But that was my biggest complaint was the speeder box stages. 
Uh, other than that, that's all I've got that really broke this game for me. Do you have anything that you want to top it off with? No, no, I think that's it. Like I said, the, like I said you describing the speeder bot thing sound, just gave me flashbacks to Mega Man trying to navigate their speeder bots, and that was a and little it, nightmare and a half. And the bad part was it wasn't like, you know, like, say, a, a battle toad. Like, you know, trying to jump certain areas or, like, Literally, when you would go through a building, it was the same place every time. So when it started flashing, you knew just to go down if you were up high. Yeah. And that part was fine. It was just the fighting aspect yeah. of why you were doing it. And, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't good for me anyway. Yeah, the fighting aspect reminds me of the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Whenever you're on the skateboards right. and you have the full screen to move, but you have to move to attack so you're running into the enemies trying that to was what would happen and there was a lot of enemies too so it definitely wasn't easy as well so we've went over what makes it what breaks it i kind of vetoed any of the fun facts on it because pretty much the only thing was gilgamesh uh, that was about it you know I, there wasn't a whole lot out there for this game uh i don't know that if it was really obscure i like I say i think it really played to its strengths of it came out here as a Contra knockoff. If you like Contra, you're in you a video are, game a store. Home. Let's play this. Yeah. And then you play it, and you play it for probably a week. If back in the day. Three today, days. Today's standard, I think you'll play it for a day, day and a half, and be done. But you play it for a week, and then you forget about it. And that's yeah. exactly where it stays. But, you know, like I say, it's kind of like that part in Hitch. You know, that's the, the happy spot yeah. on the dance floor. Yeah. That's where it wanted to stay. So I didn't really have any good trivia for it. So I've got... The price charting and eBay values, and I've got one single speed run on this. Game. Lay Hulk? No, it is not Lay Hulk. <laughs> now I guess I should go to that when I beat this game, I did it on God know, basically God mode. Yeah, uh, it was way more enjoyable doing it this way. So uh, there is one person completed speed run six years ago. Would you guess how long it took them to complete this game? And I mean, I was moving through this game pretty good after I turned on God mode. I like I played it, I played it, and then I was like, I want to, I want to beat this game. I went from start to finish yeah. in it, and I felt like I moved through it pretty good. And I feel like my speed run, if I did a speed run in God mode, was probably there was still quicker. But I could beating the game in God mode kind of puts it in perspective. It wasn't as shocking to me the the time on it. So I give it a solid hour. Or no. There was one person six years ago named C-H-A-N-A-N-A-P-H-O-N-E. I think it was Conophone. Yeah. Not Genghis like, Conophone. Yeah. 30 minutes and 55 seconds. Damn. Now, when I was just powering through, I probably beat the game in 40, 45 minutes. Maybe a little bit quicker than that. Yeah. But I didn't really have to worry about a whole lot. Yeah. I can only imagine... If you told me you beat this game without a cheat, it would be hard enough to believe. If you told me you beat it in 30 minutes, that's got to be something right there. Yeah, that, that that's some magic. That's that might be more impressive than any of the other games that I've seen on that when we yeah. got a speed run on. So, okay. So, we're going to get down to the brass tacks of how much you think this game's worth, Joshua. So, I'm just going to tell you this. eBay and price charting had plenty of loose and complete games eBay didn't have a new one on there. So uh, I went with what price charting said. I feel like it's probably on par. Okay. The game's made in 93. It's pretty much a knockoff game. It, it, you know, 
you never know, especially mm-hmm. in a game we don't we that yeah. we never heard of. Is this going to be crazy spent expensive, or is it just going to be dirt cheap because it was either it was forgettable? Yeah. Uh, so if a loose copy, what do you think it's running for? I say a solid eleven. No, no, you're low. Low? Yeah. Twenty five. You pretty much hit it right on. Uh, price charting says there's about five cells. I think it was every quarter at about $24.54. The ones I've seen on eBay adding the shipping in, it was a little bit more wiggle room on it between $19 and $25. Okay. So what do you think a complete one's running? eBay was a little bit higher than price charting on this one from what I've seen in the last 90. Uh... Normally, my math is to multiply it by four. That would be a hundred. No, you're high. Uh, see that, that, that again with this being a knockoff, it's so hard to justify. Uh, I'd say if I'm high, I'd say about sixty-three. Okay, price charting had I think two that they had tracked that sold on average about forty-six dollars thirty-three cents. I sent the ones I seen on eBay was about fifty-seven bucks. Okay, that's about it. I mean. You could round it down fifty bucks. I don't know if it was best offer on on these, but the sold one I seen was an average of fifty seven dollars. So, to be honest, I mean I don't know that I would want to spend twenty five bucks on a loose copy, but a complete copy. If you told me I'd buy a complete copy for fifty bucks, I bought worse games. There's worse games at that price. <laughs> so a new copy price charting only showed one of them sold in the past year. Uh, a new copy. I don't know if I say complete. A new, completely crisp, sealed copy. eBay didn't have any. Uh, nor did I see any sold in the last 90. What do you think a new one's going? I say a new, sealed, factory sealed, and all that. I say is 110. Pretty damn close. 120. 120? So at the end of the day, Josh, loose copy on price charting eBay is 24 20, Let's call it 20, $24. If I had this game for $24, or I offered you $12 cash, which would you take? I take the game on this one. I, I think I would it. too. I enjoyed it. I feel like the loose copy price on this game is probably more than what I want to spend, but the complete copy. Like if you told me for twenty five bucks yeah. I can buy a loose copy, or for fifty bucks I can get a complete copy, I probably just shell out the extra twenty five dollars. Yeah. yeah, easy. So I feel like the pricing on that was pretty I close think to fun. what I think it would be. Yeah, you know? it's pretty spot on. I think that's fair. And overall, and you know, this is going to take us into our ranking. I had a pretty good time playing this game. It, it overstayed its welcome a little bit. I think it played its strengths. I mean, it was a knockoff game. We played, in my opinion, we played far worse games. Yeah. Now, if you told me, hey, we got to rank these on a game or a scale of, you know, beating this game without continues or cheats. Oh yeah, this is gonna be. This is probably one of the harder <laughs> games. Like, oh, this is probably the worst game I would think to beat. Uh, yeah, this one would be pretty damn difficult to beat. But it was fun to play. I mean, it's one of those. I guess if you were playing with safe states, it'd be a little bit easier. And not just because I don't think I want to sit there. I mean, the speed run was thirty minutes. I'd say you're right. It's probably forty five minutes is what I spent on it in God mode. It's probably gonna be more than an hour for me to go through there if I could. And I don't think I want to devote one solid hour in this game at one time. I think I could probably do 15 to 30 minutes 
you know, blocks. But I think I would need a safe state to do that. So uh, I thought it was really difficult, but it wasn't a bad game at all. No, like I said difficult, fun shooters. What it done? What it what it copied? It copied right. I feel like you could have put your kids on this game and said play it, and they would have mildly enjoyed it. It would have been better than the other games that you oh, had yeah. them play. Yeah, hundred percent on that one. So we're ranking out of the top twelve, Josh. So uh, you've got your number one is Family Feud, Super Putty, Jeopardy Sports, Fatal Fury, Mister Nuts, Dracula. Roger Clemens, No Escape, Dragon View, Kid Cleats, and Ovidus. And this 12 games, this being the 12th one, where would you throw Tom Nip Slip? Tom Slip. Tom there. Slip. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to throw it right above Mr. Nuts, but not put it on Rushmore for me. You know, if I was sitting here and trying to think where I thought you would put this. And uh, that's exactly where. Now, to me, looking on your list, I'd put this above Fatal Fury because I'm not big into Fatal Fury. But looking at this, if I had to predict, that's the spot that I thought you would put this game at. So my list, I've got Jeopardy Sports, Mr. Nuts, Dragon View, Family Feud, No Escape, Dracula, Super Putty, Fatal Fury, Kid Cleats, Obitus, and Roger Clemens. Uh, let's see here. I'll go ahead and say it. I think I know where yours is going. Well, I'm in two spots here. And I, I, I I feel you on that because I was too. But I cause I, I think we need a re-ranking pretty soon so I can actually true up my Okay, my we'll, we'll re-rank at 15. Yeah. That'll so, be a good one. So, But I think personally... You tell me where you think this is going Personally, gonna be. I think yours is going to go right here. In between feud, Family Feud and No Escape. That's where I thought I was going to put it. But I think, and this is the tip of the hat, I think I'm going to put it between Dragon View and Family Feud on Mount Rushmore. Because the only thing that I think Family Feud, I have more fun playing. But Family Feud is, is the same as Jeopardy. It's a little slow. Like to play through a game in today's age, I agree, it's yeah. slower, and so that's the only reason I'm moving above Family Feud. If Family Feud played like in a modern setting, yeah, where it wasn't so much time between answering and stuff, Family Feud would be above it. Family Feud's a better game than this, but just because this the one did have, pace. yeah, the slow pace and this one having nonstop action in it, and I can't get over how much better this game is with that rapid fire. Yeah, I'm gonna throw him up there on number four. Or you'll throw him on Rushmore. Yeah, he's on just for a moment. Now, uh, this, I mean, at the rate we're going, I would say this is a top 100 game. I think in the grand scheme, when we get through 700 games, this is not a top 100 game. Uh, probably gonna be a top 200 game for me. Maybe 250. I enjoyed it. Uh, I just saying by the laws of averages of the 12 that we've played, there's some. There's not been a whole lot of shining gems no, in here. No, 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 so, no. Absolutely hasn't. So this one is far. It trespasses less than the other crappy games we've played so far. Yeah. So I could see this one being ranked probably higher for me personally than most people would. Uh, and it, and it was. I I kind of got a little shell shocked from it too. For it's a game I never heard. And it was like, oh, it's a contra ripoff. And and it may be uh, when we re rank. 
you know, a few times down the road, it may fall a little farther because it's like we've played some pretty bad games so far. Yeah. Well, and also that that's another thing that I'm trying to do on here is, yeah, we're comparing it to Contra. We're comparing these big name games. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the budget of Time Slip was probably one sixteenth of what the Ex- Contra 3 was. Exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. So I think personally, like, if, if I was scaling these without actually using the big name hitter games, I could see this game being in the top 50 for me. But, wow. But knowing that Contra done it so much better, and that was the game I played first right. and fell in love with first. That's where the bias comes in. So, and that's why I'm with you. I think this will be lower in the maybe. I don't think I don't think it'll be past 200, but I think it'll be sitting around comfortably at the 150 mark. Here's where I think when you're talking about a game that's a knockoff of another game. So, Contra to me, and this is going off tangent. If you're going to go with a Contra or an original, a knockoff like Mr. Nuts, where it's kind of a knockoff of Mario and Sonic all at the same time. There's a reason why Mario or Sonic was that way. There's a reason why Contra, somebody developed it the specific way they want this game played, I feel like. Whether it works or it doesn't. Hey, this is why you get this gun. This is why we put this yeah. boss here. Like, they put this whole idea together. And I feel like the the part that denotes the knockoff being, you know, inferior is time slip. I don't think when you say, hey, Contra did this and there was a reason for it. Tom Slip, if he said, why did they do this? And they're like, because that's what Contra did. So yeah. there's not really a meaning behind it other than, hey, this is what works. Let's do it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing as this game is not bad by any means. No, but- hey, to, to play it and have fun, I think it's a great game. Yeah. To play it and beat it, you probably slit your wrist. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be... But, but that's also any Contra game. That is true as well. So, and that's what I'm saying is that's why I look at it that way is that... As a unique style video game, it's good. It's great. No hands, like, it's it's a phenomenal game. But to where we compare it to a Contra game, it's lacking. And, and you're right, and there's not a lot of times that you say, hey, this is a knockoff of a game and it's pretty good or it's decent or it's okay. Most of the time you're like, oh, this is a really bad knockoff of exactly. this Exactly. So, I mean, they, uh, did put, they did put in, you know, they did figure out what worked and they and, went for and, that for the most part. And that's why I'm saying that even though this is a knockoff style game, it's still really good. And that's why I don't want to throw it all the way down, like how you said, 200 I think it's going to be closer to the 150-ish mark. For well, I'm me. just going to say, I have 700 games with what we've played, and what I mean, I, I can name 100 games that I like, but can you name 200? Super, See, like, there's that, these that, games that we've never played, so I don't feel like putting a game down to 200. You're still in like the top 30, percent you know, easy. You are, but also at the same time, I think that during the whole Nintendo era. Anybody could have made a Nintendo game oh, and, threw, and threw it out there. That's why there's so many. The one so, thing- so my thing is this. Even though there's 700 games out there, I'm going to venture and say that nearly 500 of them are going to be complete dog shit. Well, and that the, this is the one thing that is kind of weird about SCI making this game. This was a knockoff game. Now, I've, I can tell you I've never played the Lawnmower Man game. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to bet that it's bad. Yeah. Carmageddon, I think, was pretty dang good. At that. I, mean, I think that was an original idea. There. I agree. I it was, it was, or it was cashing in on some Demolition Derby. Yeah. And Futurama, I don't know if that game's good or not. I think it's expensive. That's why it, 
hits me. I like the cartoon pretty good. I, I love the cartoon. But then that this they end up going to this Edos, which I know made several games, and then Square Enix bought them out. I cannot see anything that Square Enix ever purchased them for in any Square Enix game that I've really played. But there's a lot of games I haven't played as yeah. well. And I will say that Square Enix is by far one of my favorite game developers. Oh, absolutely, favorite. absolutely. Because I love my Final Fantasy games. I thought at one time of just going for a straight up every game Squaresoft and Square Enix had uh, developed or that's made. A lot. But then I realized I'm poor. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, but uh, that's where you live off of emulators. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but anyways, I guess we'll we've did enough of uh, rambling on about Doctor Gilgamesh and uh, Tom Slip. Uh, pretty good game, worth checking out. Went and throw it away. I mean, if I seen it in a junk store for two bucks, I'd buy. It. If oh, I seen I'd, it for ten bucks, I'd probably buy. It. Yeah, I'd pick it up. Uh, it's kind of weird, but in a good way. Yeah, it's good. All right. Right, well, I guess we're just going to wrap up uh, this episode right here, and we're going to go ahead and draw the next game and get it going. What do you think about that, brother? Let's do it. All right, peace out. See ya.